with Pastor Maria Murphy. It is Wednesday, February the 15th, and we are live. Uh, as you come in, just say hello and I will greet you. I'm just going to pull up my scriptures for today, and we are going to pray together. And uh, we are always grateful. We express our thanks. Uh, to the Lord for always guiding us and being with us during this time to show us and teach us as we go into prayer. We always want to uh, go into prayer with um, his word in our hearts. Amen. And he's always so faithful. Good morning, Donna. God bless you today. He's always so very faithful to meet us uh, where our expectancy is. Amen. So whatever we expect, uh, I, we can we can know and receive uh, from him. And so <clears throat> I'm grateful for this time. And then we're also thankful for each of you that join us. I appreciate uh, each of you that take the time and join us uh, in the mornings, those that can do so. And then some, you know, will come on later on, which is wonderful. And I thank God uh, that we're able to do this together. On Wednesdays, uh, that is our time to pray for the harvest or for those who don't know the Lord and uh, have not received, or maybe they have heard but not received. And we pray to the Lord of the harvest. Uh, we just use Wednesdays as that uh, day and that opportunity to do that. Amen. And so we're going to do that today. Uh, you know, all this week, because it's Valentine's uh, Day yesterday, uh, this week we've just been focused on the love of God. And uh, one of the things that I was reading today uh, is a verse of scripture we're all familiar with most likely is John 3, 16. Good morning, Mr. Ivan, and happy Wednesday to you. Uh, John 3, 16 is a verse of scripture that I know I learned probably when I was in one of the first verses I ever learned. Uh, at the school I went to, we had competitions on learning uh, verses of scripture. So we learned uh, one scripture a month. And then at the end of the year, you had like a face off, you know, and uh, you said every one of those 12 scriptures. And the older you got, the more difficult. It was like whole chapters uh, that you had to learn. But I think one of the first ones, I was probably in the first grade, it was John chapter three and verse 16. And it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And we read that verse, and I know uh, the wording of that verse, people will say, well, people are perishing every day. Uh, you know, this is about our spiritual perishing. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so, you know, of course people die. We're all going to die. If Jesus tarries, you and I will die when we get to be a certain age. <laughs> uh, it's not about uh, physical death, uh, but it's about <clears throat> a spiritual death in terms of where we go uh, when we die is one of the things. But then also it says that they may have eternal life. Eternal life is the kind of life that God has. Zoe is, is the word for that word life in uh, Greek. And it's really about experiencing the kind of life that God lives. 
And so we can have that here on this earth. And then when our spirits leave this body, when our body dies and perishes, our spirit continues to live on. Eternity starts for us the moment we receive Jesus. We have heaven here on earth. And then we can, when when our bodies uh, fail us and when our bodies or when Jesus returns, whatever comes first, uh, then we continue to live and we continue to live uh, in heaven when we receive Jesus. And so that's what we're praying about. John 3.16 is a verse that uh, we base our prayers on on Wednesdays. And it's because, you know, the love of God, it's love that moved him that moved our father to send Jesus. Good morning, Mr. Craig. God bless you today. And so it's the love of God that moved him to send Jesus. And it's the love of God that moves us to pray for the harvest. And the thing is, is uh, we don't have to, we don't have to die on a cross. <laughs> we don't have to pray that God would send Jesus to die again. <laughs> it's already done. It's already done. Jesus is not coming to die again. He did it once. Romans chapter five, I was reading that. Uh, Romans chapter five and verse 19, it says, <clears throat> let me go down here. So it says, for just as one man's disobedience, failing to hear, heedlessness and carelessness, the many were constituted sinners. So by one man's obedience, the many will be constituted righteous, made acceptable to God, brought into right standing with him. So here we see that Adam sinned. And because one man, he disobeyed and that disobedience was sin. Because of that, the whole human race is now born into sin. And so then it says, but then one man, Jesus obeyed. He obeyed the father and went to the cross. And because he did that, <clears throat> now we have the opportunity to be reborn. Amen. And now we're not born into, we're born into sin, but reborn into righteousness, into his righteousness. And that's hard to comprehend with this natural mind, but that is what happens when we receive Jesus. And that's what we want for those around us. We don't have to look very far to see those who are born into sin and who have not yet received Jesus and come out of that. I don't have to look very far. I have members in my family uh, and, and, and loved ones all around me. And so uh, I don't have to look far and, and you probably don't either. And so that's why we take the time <clears throat> to do this on Wednesdays to pray for those uh, who don't know the Lord. So we, um, say, uh, Paul tells us he continues in Romans chapter 10, and he talks about how one goes about receiving Jesus' righteousness, how we can be reborn. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. How we can be reborn, and that is through the precious blood of Jesus and receiving the precious blood of Jesus and his forgiveness of sins. And so uh, that is what we are praying for. And it's the love of God that helps us to uh, 
And that moves us. The compassion of the Lord moves us to pray. Amen. So we're going to do that. We're going to pray. You know, Timothy tells us first of all uh, to pray. Uh, and, and it says that God desires that none perish. And it, it confirms what John chapter 3 verse 16 says. Amen. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you today. Thank you for joining us. And so uh, let's go ahead and pray. You know, if you have a loved one that's... Um, uh, in your home or, you know, someone that, you know, a family member, just lift their name to the Lord. You can just tell the Lord, here's who I'm praying for this morning. And, uh, you know, if you've prayed for them before, uh, use this opportunity to thank God for laborers, to thank God for those who he's sending and, uh, use this opportunity to do that. And, and to tell God, uh, you know, I thank you for, uh, saving this individual. I know you've done it. And I appreciate uh, that they are in the kingdom of God. Uh, I have a, a number of individuals in my family who I just call their name before the Lord and just say, I thank you that they are saved and that they are filled with the Holy Spirit. Because we want them to take that next step to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know why? That next step to be filled with the Holy Spirit is what's going to help them. Uh, you know, yep, they'll get saved and then I, they need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because he's the one that empowers them to live the life that God has intended for us to live. The Holy, you can't do that apart from the Holy Spirit. So we say, fill them with the Holy Spirit. And then I declare that they are in a good church and that they are, you're leading them to a really good church that's teaching the word of God so they can grow and increase. Because a lot of times when our loved ones get saved and if they stay in that same, oh, I'm saved and going to heaven and that's it, uh, they're not growing in the Lord. And so the, it's like hell on earth. I mean, they will live through hell on earth and be like, well, in the sweet by and by, you know, I'll have what God has. No, we want to, we want to receive Jesus. We want to receive the Holy Spirit and we want to receive the gift of tongues and we want to grow because the Holy Spirit's the one that'll teach us grow and develop in him. And because that's how to live a full life in Christ. That's how we live the kind of life that God has. So don't stop short at praying that your loved one just gets saved and barely makes it to heaven. You know, <laughs> I want my loved ones to get saved, fill with the spirit and enjoy life with God. Enjoy doing life with God. Amen. And that can happen. It happened to you. It happened to me. Think about where you were before. Because sometimes I think we think, oh, this is just impossible. I've been praying for years. Yeah, well, someone was praying for you for years. <laughs> Maybe someone you don't even know. Uh, a, ch a whole church could have been praying for you as they prayed in the spirit. We don't know. But when we get to heaven, we'll know. But just keep believing God and thanking him for his salvation in the life of your loved ones. Amen. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and honor and glory. We thank you, Father, that you sent Jesus, our Savior, a man. He, he, he became, he put away his royalty. He put away his heavenly position and humbled himself. He came here to this earth in humility and he humbled himself and came and showed us the right way to live. He showed us how to live for you. And then because of that, 
because of that. He came and he was obedient to you. And now we can share in his righteousness. We can receive forgiveness of sins because he shed his blood. Hallelujah. And so we can be born, reborn into righteousness. And we thank you for doing that for us. We give honor and glory to you today for that. We're so grateful that you did that for us. And that's what we are praying for, for others. We want them to know exactly what Jesus did so they would know it for themselves and to believe it and to receive it. And so we know that the enemy, the devil, would have them not hear about it, would have them, their hardened hearts, so they wouldn't receive blinders uh, on their eyes and minds, so they would not see and understand. But devil, we tell you right now, your power is broken from the lives of those who we know. You have no power in their lives. In Jesus' name, we declare right now that the blinders are removed and the hearts are softened right now. In the name of Jesus, we exercise the authority that we have in Jesus' name. And devil, we tell you, take your hands off off of them right now in Jesus name. Take the blinders off. The blinders are removed right now in Jesus name. And they come to themselves and they awaken to the truth right now in Jesus name. Holy Spirit, just as you led us to Jesus, we ask that you would lead them to Jesus right now. And Father, we ask you are the Lord of the harvest and the harvest is plentiful. We ask that you would send the right laborer to them right now in Jesus' name, wherever they are. If they're at work, send the right person. Uh, Just send them right before them. It could be a coworker, uh, their boss. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. And then if they're at the store, you know, at, at school, wherever they are, there's no one that is out of reach because we just ask that you send laborers. And your laborers are everywhere. We are your laborers and we are everywhere. And so I thank you for the boldness, the boldness of the spirit and confidence whereby we open our mouths and we declare the salvation of God. We declare the good news, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, that as we do that, as we proclaim your name, as we proclaim the gospel, laborers everywhere obeying you and doing what Jesus told us to do, opening our mouths and declaring the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and laying hands on the sick and their recovering. We thank you, Father, as we do that. We thank you, Father God, that hearts are turning to you. We see the hearts of our young people in universities and colleges all over this world right now. We thank you for the revival that's happening right now. It started at Asbury, but it spread to different colleges. We thank you, Father, that there's no one out of reach. Some would say, oh, these young people are out of reach. No, no, no. The love of God is reaching their hearts and touching their minds right now. In Jesus' name, those who have just been rejected 
accepting him. I thank you that their hearts are now open to you. Their hearts are open to you. Oh, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, because they're getting to know the real you. They're getting to know the real you in Jesus' name. Oh, di libra sando ko, numbra dishta librande ne si dia bahala to vidishta, mande shi galabando lubrobet di icha kedi mandando, nombri ki jini inda, kedi kedi kedi, kedi kedi kedi, mantola bravishti likita, nunji pasoto, oh rakase de deshi librando ko, oh radashta keli. Rasta kerebrando rovoste in the basa kidishta tabosi kidibando nuji bahala vradashte kete no 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 gili igiando lovosa manke halidi igisha labrota o brava nejida labroshi brogova librita ah ha oh thank you lord in da lavrashi kridi ishta nungra hashteke ando no vonta Ninki hidiba soto rakashte, nanto ragahada, nengeheshete. We thank you, Father, for miracle signs and wonders right now in our universities and in our colleges to where they cannot deny the power of God. They cannot deny the validity of the gospel. They cannot deny that it's real and that it's true because it happened to them. It happened to you in the labrastikidishti ni masuda nimbradush tu koroto and those who speak against it their mouths will be shut adishtulu koroto oh they'll not be able to speak and what a sign and a wonder that will be to those around them we thank you for multitudes upon multitudes declaring the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and entering into fellowship with you Ah, ha, ha. lives changed in Jesus name, the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, the name that's above every name. We thank you that knees are bowing and tongues are confessing that Jesus Christ is Lord and God, you are glorified. You are glorified father. You are glorified father in Jesus name, in Jesus name, no longer, no longer longer, no longer the same. Oh, hallelujah. No longer the same. These campuses will no longer be the same. And I thank you that that outpouring trickles over into our schools, our high schools, oh, our middle schools, our elementary schools, our daycares in Jesus name, in Jesus name. The children are not lost in the U S the teens and adults. We're not lost in Jesus name. Not one person, not one person is out of reach. And so we thank you, Father, that it's begun and that it will not fizzle out. It will not fizzle out, but it will continue. Oh, I thank you for an outpouring and an awakening to you in this country like never before, like never before, like never before. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that it's begun and it will continue. It will continue. It will continue and it will increase in momentum. It will increase in the name 
of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And those that speak against it, their mouths will be silenced in Jesus' name. Their mouths will be silenced in the name of Jesus. Hey, it happened to John the Baptist. It happened to him. And it was a sign and wonder. And so we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for the work that you are doing the work, we don't ignore it, but we pay much attention and we make a big deal about it because it is a big deal. It is a big deal. When hearts are turning towards Jesus, it's a big deal. And so we make much of it and we declare that you're the one who will be glorified. You're the one who will be magnified. And Father, we give you glory and honor for that today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Eyes open, hearts receptive, and many turning to the Lord in Jesus' name. No longer will they be the same. And, and, and they'll bring that back to their families and their loved ones and those around them, their towns, their cities, in Jesus' name, their states. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. We thank God for what he is doing all around the world. Amen. We And we thank him that we're a part of it. You and I are a part of it. We may be sitting in our homes, our little homes, you know, minding our own little business, but you know what? When we pray, uh, it's much bigger than you and I. We tap into something that is much bigger. We tap into something that is way bigger than us because it's the plan of God. It's the plan of God and the spirit of God himself helps us to pray out the plan of God. And we already know that the plan of God in his plan is his desire that none perish. That's a part of the plan of God, that none perish, but that all come to repentance. That is written in the plan of God. That is his design. And so we just come into agreement with it. You and I are witnesses of that. We come into agreement and we say it is so in Jesus name. So it shall be. That's our amen at the end of the prayer. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining me today. For those who are uh, in uh, a part of the church and those who aren't, uh, tonight at 7 p.m., we'll be together online. Uh, we'll be uh, talking about uh, some things that are very important for our, not just for our church, but every church. And so in our personal lives, uh, very important information for our personal lives. Amen. And so we'll do that tonight tonight at 7 p.m. Join us if you can. If not, we'll see you tomorrow at 7 p.m. God bless. I mean, tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. Sorry. And so uh, we'll see you. God bless you. I love you. Have an awesome day in the Lord. Hallelujah.